Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815 on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Cameron Mabin and Let's Play 7 and ask me questions if I was confusing. This is another in my, uh, it's six degrees below zero triage of podcasts on a Sunday morning, and I am comfortably under my weighted blanket and somewhat warm, despite what it is outside, and... I really don't care. I just really don't care about anything that's going on in the world. Uh, But I want to get my three podcasts in because all three of them need to be done and they need to be done today and pretty much they need to to be done right now. Um, The Cubs signed Cameron Mabin to a minor league deal. And Mabin is one of those players who I'm on quite a few Facebook groups and Facebook groups are fun to an extent and Facebook groups also have a lot of people who say something along the lines of I like this guy he did well last year so because he did well last year we should sign him for this year Uh, a bit of Jeremy Jeffress mindset, not that I have anything against Jeremy Jeffress, but some people are of a mindset that because a guy did well last year, that means he will do well this year. That's not necessarily the case, but a lot of times you'll end up having people who say, well, Mabin did well last year, so let's bring him back this year. Hey, the Cubs got Mabin on a minor league deal. I'm completely good with bringing him back on a minor league deal. Because you bring him in, and you play him in spring training. And if he's not getting it done, he goes away. It's not a problem. But if he is doing well, then the Cubs have an additional an additional asset, an additional piece, an additional player to extend the roster and consider. You know, we'll, we'll just see what happens. With a minor league deal, there is very little risk. The only way that there's a risk is if, you know, like Cameron Mabin annoys the bus driver on a trip to a game in Maryvale and the bus driver runs into something because Cameron Mabin was being a jerk riding a bus. That's not really very likely to happen. There's really not a whole lot of concern. I guess he could... I, 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 I don't know. There just aren't really a whole lot of things that a player can do on a minor league deal that's going to totally ruin a team. Adding Cameron Mabin helps the number of major league style options on the team. He might be useful. He might stick around. He might be one of those players that you like to have in the middle of July, middle of August. And hey, we'll just have to see. But Cameron Mabin does do one thing that... Now, he doesn't do it on his own. 
He doesn't do it on his own. But I'm starting to see something with the Cubs uh, roster that's probably a good thing. And it kind of leads back to the title of the podcast. Let's play seven. Let's play seven, baby. Um, The first two weeks of spring training games, teams will play either a five or seven inning game. Five or seven. The last two weeks of spring training, they will play either a seven or nine inning game. Seven or nine. So you can play either five or seven, and then you can play either seven or nine. And the managers agree to the decision. It might be before the game, but probably a lot of times it'll be midway through. You know, you get to the sixth inning and you're going to play seven or nine. Hey, do you want to play seven? Do you want to play nine? You, which do you want to play? Well, actually, you know, we, we're we kind of good. Our pitching's kind of okay. We kind of get not like to get, you want to play nine? Let's play nine. Well, actually, we didn't really bring it. We'll play seven. You see how that works? If you have your starter... You're expecting him to go the first four innings and he only goes two because he runs up his pitch count and you didn't bring a lot of pitchers and you, you go seven or you go five. If you don't get the innings out of your early players that you expected, then you go with the shorter game. If you do get what you got, what you expected, or if you have a couple of extra guys around, then you go the full thing. See how that works? It's kind of like, in extended spring training. In extended spring training, the goal is to develop players. The goal is to develop players. The goal is not to win the game. The goal is to develop players. So let's say you have two teams ready to play a nine-inning game of extended spring training baseball, and it gets to be about the eighth or ninth inning, and one of the managers says to the other manager, you know what? Our last three pitchers, they just haven't given us any length. So how about this? We'll hit nine times. You guys hit eight times. We'll save our pitching. You get you, whatever. You invent it on the fly. As the first seven or eight innings go, that's how you decide if you're going to play the ninth inning or not. And it could be in an extended spring training game. Everything goes so peachy keen and well and awesome that, hey, let's play a 10th inning because we have another guy who needs to get an inning of work. And then you do it. That's the way it works in extended spring training. You're trying to develop the players. You're trying to extend the players. And whatever works for you on that day, you go with it. And ideally, you have enough players, enough players ready, enough players healthy, enough players ready, so that you can play the whole nine innings or play a tenth inning. Because then you get the more looks. It would seem to me the better teams would probably be able to play seven innings the first two weeks and nine innings the last two weeks, as opposed to saying, oh my goodness, we're getting swamped. We'd better stop after five because this is going to kill us having to play seven innings. Yeah, you can do that once in a while, but you'd probably be better off if you have enough depth to play the full seven the first two weeks, the full nine the last two weeks. As 
the Cubs start to put things together. Now they have five or six outfielders. Well, Jake Marisnik isn't technically in camp, but I imagine he will be very soon. And within the next day or so, the Cubs will find out if they get to keep their player that they designated for assignment. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Uh, Sergio Alcantara, um, we'll find out if the Cubs get to keep him or not. And if they get to keep him, that would be even a better excuse to play seven innings or nine innings because Alcantara would probably be benefited by getting opportunities to play. So now we've already talked a little bit about the offense. How about the pitching? The pitchers, they have guys like Gray Fenter, who they have to keep around for another four weeks. So since they have to keep him around for another four weeks, might as well let him pitch, right? Because after all, if you, you have to use them. So send him out there. Hey, we're going to send out Gray Fenter for an inning. Okay, cool. We, you know, the other team will be happy to play against him. Adam Morgan is in camp. Is he any good? Is he lousy? He's a left-handed pitcher. We'll find out. Um, Tommy Nance is in camp, along with a whole bunch of other guys who are prospects. Uh, let's see. Manny Rodriguez was looking really good in the offseason. He was... Uh, um, he injured himself in his first spring game last year, or one of his first spring games last year. So his spring stay last time around was rather short. But again, let him pitch. Let him throw a little bit. And then as the camp extends a little bit, some of the players will get booted over to AAA camp so they can start getting ready for, was it, April... April 11th, I think, is the opening day for AAA. So, you know, what? once the camp goes a little bit further, you boot those guys over to AAA camp, and then you start bringing in some other players like Burl Caraway or Brennan Davis or whoever. And, uh, but yeah, as the camp goes along, you're going to want to get opportunities for Christopher Morrell. You're going to want to get opportunities for uh, Gray Fenter. You're going to want to get opportunities for Pedro Strope. You're going to want opportunities for all those kind of guys to show whether they belong with the major league club or whether they should be in AAA or whether, you know, I really do appreciate you coming out, but I really think you're done. And it could be any of those cases for any of a various number of different players. And the best way to find out which player falls into which category is two in the first two weeks play seven innings in the last two weeks play nine innings so hopefully with the cast of players that are in mesa the cubs can play seven innings most of the time the first two weeks and nine innings the last two weeks because that's how players get better Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have my third podcast on a six degrees below zero day shortly. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs go. And be nice to people.